Well, hey there. This is Jim and Reagan. And apparently every diesel truck in South Central Pennsylvania. And I was just thinking. Walked out this morning to take Miss Reagan for a walk. And beautiful morning here. Birds are singing in the trees, but I hit record, and all you can hear is one diesel truck after another working through their gears up and down one of these roads, so, oh, here we go. Quiet down for a second. It is a nice sound. Nice to hear all the birds back. And was it last evening? I believe it was. Might have been the evening before. Came back in the house at uh, sundown and I heard the peepers. If you're not familiar with what that is, that's the uh, the frogs that make that nonstop chirping sound. It's not crickets. It's actually frogs. But the peepers have woken up, which also means spring is almost here, and that's part of this uh, this show. Yeah. <clears throat> This is the last weekend, officially, of winter. Huzzah! Glad to see it go. <clears throat> believe tomorrow is when we flip over into meteorological spring. Oh, here you go. There's some chirping there. There you go. Uh, that sounds great. <clears throat> so, what's new? Well, better weather, that's for sure. Better weather is new. And, uh, I'm gonna go for a run this morning after I'm done with Miss Ray Ray here. Taking her for her walk. We'll get that in before the, uh, the storms come. This afternoon, we're supposed to get some uh, some thunder showers because it is supposed to get into the 70s today. So <clears throat> that is all right. I'm very okay with that. So we've got lots of. Oh, here we go. We're gonna get some barking now. Got little kids running around in their yard. So Miss Reagan's gonna get all excited now. <clears throat> oh, holding it together so far. I'm actually quite shocked. At some point, we're probably going to have a hound dog explosion here, so you're probably going to have a hard time holding it together, but their dog is not out, so it's just the kids, so we might get away with something today. Are we going to get away with it? 
you're gonna get away with it yeah you're you're definitely looking so <clears throat> what else is going on around here well we have definitely lived here long enough to become friends with the uh the farmer family that uh has the uh the naming rights to the street that i live on so because <clears throat> that's how it works out here in the country you are the farmer so if your last name is Baker, when uh, you create a road by your house, guess what? It becomes Baker Street or Baker Road or whatever your last name is because you own the road. So similar thing here. So, hang on a second. Got me some stones in my sandals. It's nice to be wearing sandals again, but I throw way too many tiny rocks on these roads so there it is <clears throat> we might have some some dudes out here that are parked they might be doing some excavation work again so I mentioned this before we've got some got some trees here that they are they are knocking down in order to uh, make more farmland the guy who bought it spent uh, a little over two mil for the property, so and he can't farm forest. So he is he is clearing a lot of property. So <clears throat> a lot more than I thought that they actually had the rights to. But yep. So got a couple of big trees here that are going to be gone and they pretty well cleared most of this so there used to be a little forest path and apparently one of our country neighbors is very upset that the forest path is was never really on his property because the forest path is gone it's going to be a farm field pretty soon but yeah that whole thing is gone and yeah they've really gone way way in there wow Amazing. <clears throat> Amazing. So. They're going to clean a lot out. Wow. I didn't realize they owned that far back, but. You know, like I said, you, you, you spend two point something million for property, you want to be able to use all your property. So. Oh, look. Now we'll have another truck. <laughs> oh, it's just what happens in that country. That's just what happens in the country. <clears throat> there are, there's your first automobile of the day. That was a not, not a truck. So, all right. Well, what else? Yeah, we're going to get past again. Hold up. seen one of those in a while. One guy's got a Mercury Mountaineer. Haven't seen a Mercury Mountaineer in a while. See, uh, the Mercury knockoff of the Ford Bronco. <clears throat> so, 
I'm hearing some backup alarms and yeah. Yeah, the quiet peacefulness of a uh, country morning. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're going to hear you're going to hear nothing but uh, but diesel and machinery now, I think. So Oh well. Tis what it is. So, uh, speaking of uh, tis, hope you had a good St. Patrick's Day. It was cloudy and nasty and rainy here, but uh, I was able to watch the second largest St. Patrick's Day celebration in the United States. Um, In between doing some work on my computer, because uh, WTOC in Savannah... Uh, simulcasted their parade. And yes, Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, Savannah, Georgia has the second largest St. Patrick's Day parade. Of course, the largest one is, has always been, for the longest time, in New York, for obvious reasons. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't even know if New York had their parade this year. Um, I don't know. So if New York uh, didn't have their parade this year, then that would make Savannah the largest St. Patrick's Day parade in the United States. There you go. Everybody moves up one if New York uh, takes a pass, right? So pretty cool. Yeah, it's an interesting history, though, for uh, for Savannah, because, of course, you know, being in you know, coastal Georgia... You know, at the start of this nation, that was not a place that was relatively, uh, particularly friendly to Irish, uh, never mind Catholics in general. And now, um, you would think it was settled by only Irish Catholics. Um, <clears throat> there's a couple of Irish bars that are downtown. Uh, they have um, uh, Georgia Southern uh, is one of three colleges or universities, uh, the other two being Notre Dame. No surprise there. And Boston College, no surprise there. Did actually have um, campus locations in Ireland. They do a like a like a student share thing. So some of their students in Wexford come to the United States and students in the United States go to Wexford. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, you know, only three colleges that can say that. And Georgia Southern is one of them, and that's a college that's very close to um, Savannah. I believe it's in Statesboro. Statesboro, Georgia, by the way, where the Allman Brothers are from. So there you go. <coughs> and then, uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, anyway, I think the Allman Brothers are from Statesboro, Georgia. They might be from Florida. There's a lot of people that seem to come from Florida, from Jacksonville. So I know 38 Special was from there, but I thought the Allman Brothers were Georgians. So I might have to check that. Check those facts there. Um, but, um, but yeah, and then of course they've got they've got all. I mean, I mean, how many different you know ancient order of Hibernian councils in the area? I don't even know. There's a lot of them. Um, they've got... Uh, Savannah's got two Gaelic sports teams. So they've got uh, a... Uh, they've got a Gaelic football team, which looks a lot like rugby. And then they've got um, a hurling 
team, which looks a lot like, well, what, is, what does it look like? It looks like a cross between lacrosse, field hockey, and baseball. Because the, uh, the ball looks very much like a baseball. And you can uh, flip it up with your, what looks like a field hockey stick, and you can swing at it like a baseball bat. So it's supposed to be the fastest sport uh, on the planet. Um, and yeah, um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it is that. It is fast. It's a quick sport. Uh, you're not going to get bored. It's definitely an ADD sport. So they have that and, of course, the second largest St. Patrick's Day celebration. So, yeah, I mean, they, they dye their fountain. They have their big St. Patrick's Day mass and that gets televised again, you know. For a town that initially wasn't all that fond of Catholics, it's like, apparently we Irish Catholics have worn them down. So there it is. But yeah, no, it's it's pretty neat. Pretty neat. So, so I was able to watch that on a gray, miserable day, but apparently that nice weather has now made it up here. So huzzah. Very happy about that. So uh, hopefully this isn't too much wind for the recording today. It's not a bad wind. It's probably only about a seven mile an hour breeze, but I know. Depends on how it's hitting the microphone here, so we'll see. We're actually going to turn around right here anyway. Right. And this wind is bringing 70 degree weather to us again today. Oh no, what do we find now? No, there's nothing there you need to find. There's nothing there you need to find, girlfriend. Nothing there you need to find. Let's go walk. So, anyway. Yeah, so good stuff. Good stuff. So, what else? What else? Um, probably see how much stuff we can get done outside today. That's kind of the main purpose for for Saturdays. Get stuff done so you can rest on Sunday. But definitely going to get a run in. So, next race is here in early May, so got plenty of time to to get ready for the Turkey Hill Country Classic, but I would like to do better than last year, so I believe I did 217 for the half, so there it is. 217, I think that was 217 with a, uh, a five-minute potty break. Because I had to do some unloading at about mile nine. So there it is. So not bad, not bad. So hopefully we can we can skip the unloading part this time and be a lot closer to, to, to ten. No, we're not stopping here. We're not stopping here. So oh, what else? Heard my my good buddy just playing Dave. I want to walk with his uh, his brown dog. So, hello to brown dog from uh, my uh, black and brown dog. 
someone else. Um, of course, the days are getting longer. We have more uh, more sunlight in the evening. And uh, if you hadn't already heard, our U.S. Senate unanimously voted. Oh my gosh, dog! To uh, <coughs> extend the lifespan of daylight saving time uh, indefinitely. Yeah. So, needs to still go to the House. They need to vote on it, pass it, go to the President. He needs to sign it. Um, It wouldn't become a permanent change until 2023. So, you're still going to have to do the fall back. Um, Again, this, this fall... And then the spring forward again next year. But then next year, that would be it. So this would be the last year that we do this spring forward, fall back stuff. But we'll see. It's a, it's a contentious topic for something that, you know, everybody hates. <laughs> I think, what is it? It's like 80% of the country hates this flipping back and forth. But the problem is it's like almost evenly split between who wants daylight saving and who wants standard time. So, yeah, everyone wants to go away, but, you know, but it's split down the middle as to which way they want it to go. So there's already uh, groups that are out there complaining that, you know, how terrible it would be for your kids to go to school in the dark, you know, if this were to become, you know, the case. And, you know, of course, they're talking about the farmers... And I love that that argument out here in the country. Um, you know, oh, the farmers need the light for all this. Uh, I'm going to tell you, if that farmer is making any kind of money, uh, that farmer has a tractor that is uh, more expensive than your home. And yes, it has lights in the front. It has lots of lights in the front. So yeah, no, we see them out here after dark, before dark, all the time. It is not going to mean a damn thing to the farmers. Um, they're going to do what they're going to do. They're not really wasting a whole lot of time on uh, on this decision. So uh, there it is. But uh, you know, better now there, Reagan. Maybe not. All right, we'll wait. Um, but yeah, but, and I love the argument about when your kids are going to go to school in the dark. All right. Is it better that they come home in the dark? Does that make you feel better that when people are in a hurry to get home uh, and they're not paying attention that your little crumb cruncher could be running across the road um, in the dark? You know? You know, it's it's six on one, folks. Six on one. You know, let's just let's not get in their way. <laughs> let's let them actually make a decision. Our Congress is not particularly good at doing stuff like that, so. They've already half made this decision. Let's let them finish it. And then be done with this flipping back and forth stuff. So. Be better for everybody. And there you go. So. Alright. Off my soapbox. Anyway. So what else? What else? Well. Um, March Madness has, has started. So. <clears throat> that time of the year where everyone gets all excited about college basketball. We've got our 
non-monetary basketball pool, because of course actual gambling at work is verboten. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's non-monetary. It's just for fun. So that we're allowed to do. But, but yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm hopeful that my uh, my Villanova Wildcats will uh, will make it to the final four, and then the final game, and then once again be national champions. They have a fair shot at doing that. Um, they're definitely not the best team um, uh, playing this year. Um, so if they don't make it, I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, there you go. But their next game pits me and my good buddy Kevin at odds with each other because uh, they're going to be playing Ohio State. So I'm sorry, Kevin. Thankfully, Kevin is a, uh, a football fan, not a basketball fan. So, that would be good. <coughs> Ohio State's loss will mean less to you, then. So, but, yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in for Villanova. I've been a Villanova fan even before I went to Villanova for school. So, I've been growing up in the... Uh, you know, in the late 70s, early 80s, I was always a fan of Villanova, but, you know, growing up in Syracuse, um, we played them a lot. They were part of the same uh, same league, or part of the Big East, until Syracuse decided to leave, uh, foolishly, and go to the ACC, because they thought that would make their football team better. Yeah, well, it's a thought, right? It's a thought. Um... <clears throat> So there it is. But, uh, but yeah, no, so Villanova, we saw them every year for basketball. And yeah, of course, you know, you root for the home team. That's, that's the American thing to do, right? But, you know, if we lost to Villanova, I didn't care. I was sort of rooting for Villanova anyway. Uh, not you say that out loud in Syracuse, but there you go. Of course, you never wanted to lose to Georgetown. Everybody in Syracuse hates Georgetown. So, but those folks you wanted to you wanted to crush like a bug. But yeah, I know. But Villanova was kind of like I kind of like Villanova. You know, if Syracuse can't win, I'm okay if they win. So, and then of course they weren't even playing Syracuse. I was all in. So, I was very happy when they won in 85. So. And, of course, they've had two other championships since then. And, hopefully, 2022 will be uh, championship number four. So, we'll see what we'll see, though. We'll see what we'll see. So, what else? Baseball's back. My Cubs have now signed another person from... uh, from... uh, from Japan. We'll see, I guess. You know? Gave this guy a five-year deal. Um to play with us, and he's going to probably end up playing in right field. 
and we're going to end up moving Jason Hayward over to center because you got to still play Mr. Hayward. He's uh, lights out on defense, but we'll see. You know, um, the last Japanese player we had uh, didn't work out so well. Uh, we paid a lot of money for him, and then we shipped him off to San Diego. So we'll see. We'll see. The American game is very different than the Japanese game, and you know, there's lots of stuff that there's not. There's just not a lot of uh, not a lot of Japanese players that have come over here and really uh, have had the success that they uh, they have in Japan. I mean. You know, they're going to see better pitching over here. They're going to see better fielding over here. I mean, you know, the American game is just, it's faster than the Japanese game. Um, and, uh, you know, Americans are shifty. <laughs> you know, we invented a game where stealing is okay. Right? So, uh, you know, we're, we're not as much of a rule follower as a culture as the Japanese are. So again, you know, it makes the Japanese game a little bit more predictable. You know, you don't do things that are illogical in the Japanese game. You might do them in order to just, you know, well, what the heck? No one expects this, so I'm going to try and steal home, right? It makes absolutely no sense to do it. That's why we'll try it, and that's why it might work. Um, you know, clearly an American thought, not a Japanese thought. So we'll see, you know. I hope he does well, you know. He's a cub now, and, uh, you know, you hate to see somebody come over, new culture, all that stuff, and then not perform well. So, even just for his sake, I'd like him to do well just for that. But, but we'll see, you know, it's a long season, so we'll see what happens. But there it is. So, what else? What else? Oh, I think that might be about it. I think that's it for the check-in. We're almost done with our walk here. So I'm going to be able to swap out of my, my walking clothes into my running clothes. And I'm going to get a quick little four-mile run in today before... Uh, Putting my, my work clothes back on. I'm getting some outdoor work done before the rains come this evening. Oh, oh yeah, one more thing I'll pass on. So, uh, beginning of the year, I started, uh, it's not a challenge because, you know, I'm not really competing with anybody, but I started a, uh, a workout regimen. Just get this another, one more rock out of my sandal here. Um, and uh, I started a little workout regimen that had to do with, uh, with push-ups. It was initially with push-ups and planks, but yeah, I've kind of gotten lazy on the planks. Um, but I've thankfully been keeping up with the push-ups. So I started off, beginning of the year, just doing 10 push-ups. Every morning, 10 push-ups. And then every week, the... Uh, the goal was just to add two, all right? Because you can always do two more, right? Especially when you start out really easy like that. You can always do two more. And then just slowly build up and then eventually get to the point where I'm actually doing 50 push-ups in the morning, which, you know, would be a fair amount of push-ups, right? That would be a, 
That would be a little bit of a thump your chest, look at me, kind of a thing there. But, uh, but yeah, so I had a little bit of a, uh, little bit of a hiccup in February when I had my medical hiccup, so we had to go ahead and reset a little bit, but I am now, uh, up to, uh, 26, this was the last day for 26, and I did a 27th one, just because, and, uh, starting tomorrow, which starts a new week for us here, I will be at 28 push-ups, and I already know I can do 28, <coughs> and then, uh, the week after that, the very last week of March, going into April, I will be on 30 push-ups a day. So I believe 50 push-ups will have, I will be somewhere around 50 push-ups uh, right around my birthday. So early, late June, early July is when I will hit, uh, I'll hit 50 push-ups. So we'll see what we'll see when we get there. Um, I might actually decide to, uh, you know, keep going. Um, but, you know, when you're starting off at 10, 50 sounds like a big enough number. So, we'll see what we'll see. But, yeah, I need to I need to start bringing the planks back in. Um, <clears throat> but, ah, uh, here we go. We're going to get a bark now. Come on. You, there it is. You knew we weren't going to get out of this walk without a, without a bark, right? Come on. Come on. I need to actually get one of those little zip lines for you here, girl. I don't know if you guys who own dogs have seen that, where they have the one where you can you can kind of like retract the dog collar because one of the things when you have a you have a pooch that's helpful is once they start to slow up, you need to kind of speed them up because they're getting they're slowing up. They're getting ready to get reactive to something. If you can keep them walking, it's hard for them to do that. So that's kind of that's kind of like the the animal behavioral thing there. Once they start to slow up, you're like, no, 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 we're not slowing up. Keep going, keep going, keep going. But it's hard to do with these uh, with these kinds of lines because I have to I have to like run up and catch her and then run past her because you know she's a hound, so she likes to lead anyway. So then they get a lot of slack, and then you're, you can't do that. So hang on, we're not going anywhere. Otherwise, you're gonna get run over by your mother. She's got a backup camera, but she's still dangerous. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. You didn't even see me. And your backup camera. All right. Come on. Come on. Yeah, no, no, no. I know it's mom. I know. We know who it is. We know who it is. Everyone knows. And now everybody on the uh, podcast knows who it is. So there you go. All right, folks. That's enough yammering for today. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend.